Christ. <laughs> I've been ready for an hour and 20 minutes. But that's because this is this is different. We've never done it like this before. Welcome to the Focus Film Podcast. I am Ellis. I'm Gareth. And for the first time ever, it's not just us uh, on the podcast. We've also got other members of the Focus Film team joining us. On my left, he is a man who once gave Space Jam a new legacy, a four star, and Free Guy a one star. No, a five star. We wish it was a one star. It's Ollie Law. Hello. I stand by that, by the way. You stand by both? Stand by both scores. They might be even higher, actually. I rewatched Space Jam and I was like, mm, I was on something. I haven't watched it once yet. Have you not? Obviously the original. I've watched it to death, but not the new one. And on Gareth's right is <laughs> someone who once gave Last Night in Soho a five star and today gave Netflix's Pain Hustlers a two star. Mm. It's my better half. It's Becky. Hi, it's me. Uh, <laughs> we've heard that like seven times yeah <laughs> testing testing <laughs> so to draw back the curtain we've got a mixing desk here that we're not using i could actually gareth do you want to unplug that or turn that off at the back there's a button at the back of it do you want to grab just a hammer the, just on the back of it save electricity save electricity we don't need that to be on yeah we're doing things a bit differently that we've actually got like other members of the focus film team here it's exciting. So welcome. Thanks I, fe- for I wanted us. to applaud then. It felt weird not applauding. Can you add an applause in post? Sure. Just one just one clap's fine. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having us. How does it feel to be on a podcast? Mm, a bit weird. It's very, very nervy. Mm. You've done it before with Talk About. And you still invited me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all on you if it goes wrong. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't worry, you're in sweaty but capable hands here with Alice Barthorpe. They're not that sweaty. Clammy. Yeah, sure. Um, So it goes a bit like this. Uh, The first sort of 20 minutes or so, we're going to talk about what we've watched this month. And then we'll do, um, what else do we do? (laughs) I've put this on me now and I can't remember everything. (laughs) No, no, go on, you bastard. Go on, what do we do next? We do a top five. Yep. Um, We do, we do so many other things in other podcasts. We do a challenge. We do a challenge, which I've done. Well, have I done it? Oh, (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Have I completed the challenge? We'll find out later on. And um, what else? Uh, You fed me everything. I'll give everyone else a challenge. Oh. Mm, Yeah. I did not know that was happening. You're damn right. It's fairly simple, easy to complete. I think. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong. And then we'll do a top five, which, have you said that already? I've said top five, yeah. We're doing it slightly differently. Just for this month. Yeah, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. So let's delve in then to what we've been watching um, this month. And Ollie, I think we should start with you because you're going to take a while to go through your list. So tell us what you've watched this month. Nothing. No, that's a lie. Uh, I watched Blackberry, Uh which is the latest biopic. Is it a biopic? Yeah, I haven't actually seen it, but yeah, I guess it's still a biopic. Uh, I listen to Mark Kermode sometimes and he called it a biopic as in like B-U-Y because that's like the craze now. It's all about like products yeah. and things. I was going to say that. There's a lot of that, like Nike and I and say Nike. these claims, I can't back it up, but Nike's the main <laughs> one. The one I compared it to came out a few years ago. It was the founder. 
the um mm. the McDonald's one with Michael Keaton. It was a really good film. And um, there's a lot of similarities between this and that. Um but I said in my review, I felt weird about it because they're talking about what they deem as ancient history is like the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird seeing actually how far away technology has come or how far away that was. Was it quite scandalous, the Blackberry story? Um, you'd have to watch it, wouldn't you? Nice. <laughs> you rated it full, though. I did, yeah. Uh, I found it entertaining. Um, the the main sell is the sort of CEO type. Well, he's he's the businessman that just walks in and says, you're going to make me CEO and takes the product that these sort of like nerdy developers have and then sells it and oversells it to the point where it eventually just like combusts, as everybody knows. How often have you walked into a room and said, you're going to make me CEO? Um, at least twice a week. It never works. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's how I am. I'm where I, I walked into Gareth and said, you're going to make me CEO. Was that okay? And I was like, of what? Of what? Fab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My boss has had enough of me now. <laughs> Are you, the whole Blackberry thing, was that before your times? No, but I didn't have one. I didn't have one. No, Did I didn't. One? No. no, wanted one. Though. I remember seeing yeah. them and obviously like the huge keyboard but yeah. i think by the time i actually even got a phone it was iphones everywhere it seemed a bit much for me qwerty keyboard on your in your palm of your hand well i think in the film they say like the whole the whole appeal is that it's to the business type yeah so hence why um have i mentioned the ceo type is glenn howerton from always sunny in philadelphia no um he is the business type so he knows how to market it to those people and basically what they would want, hence why it does blow up in the first place. But yeah, as mm. history shows, the iPhone comes out and that's the end of it. But it's a good that film. That's true. Yeah. I wasn't a business type in secondary school. So Neither was I. No, no. I didn't bother. I should have been. I, I was. Well, you're your own CEO. Self-employed. Yeah. Hell yeah. You look in the mirror, you're going to make me a CEO. <laughs> yeah, you're going to make one day. <laughs> you're going to make yourself CEO. Yeah. Mum, get me a Blackberry. <laughs> Do you remember those kids that, at school would like bring maybe this wasn't a thing because you're ancient i'm old yeah duffel bags of sweets and cans of yes. drinking yeah, yeah. They, Those were the hustlers, they were the ceos <laughs> you're well, nodding you don't know what we're talking about <laughs> i do i was i was i was gonna have an anecdote then but, okay go for it look at them now you were one of those yeah guys. well no the, it, and um there was business studies and they had to start a business as part of the gcse thing so every year there'd be kids in cafeteria selling us waffles for like 20p. And I spent two quids worth of waffles. I think I got like 12. You know the ones you put on top of your coffee? Mm. Street uh, coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got 12 worth of lunch ones because you're kids and you. But yeah, it was rife in our school. Yeah. Full disclosure, I'd bought two street waffles yesterday. And? I mean, they're all, they always From hit. a kid in a primary school. <laughs> 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 what have you watched, Becky? We're on new things at the minute. So Blackberry's new. I've got your diary here. Can you I have? point something out? Yeah, go for it. Um, I should have probably picked something before I said this. Um, mean Girls, five star. Yeah. When did it, you already watch Mean Girls? On October 3rd. 6th, actually. Oh, I logged it on the 6th. Uh, Oops. But obviously, like, I feel like my list for this month is very spooky season mm. because it's half 
horror, like half Halloweeny films, half just autumnal amazingness. Which is why Mean Girls and obviously Mean Girls. It the mate one of the big quotes in the film is it's October third, so yeah. I always rewatch it this time of year. It's my guilty pleasure. It's so, it's honestly it's my what was it my Roman Empire is Mean Girls <laughs> because <laughs> I I just as I was watching it I was like I say that once a week I say that at yeah. least once a day like it just is. It's just a core, a core film. What do you say every day? Um, oh God, that's on the spot. It's all right, got time. Well, we've got less now. It's October 3rd. <laughs> oh yeah, it's October 3rd, you know, all, all the classics. I can't, I don't know, but like just going through it. We'll try and get some, one out in conversation. Yeah, there's some random ones. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, she doesn't even go here is a good yeah, one. Yeah. Um, Mum, can you pick me up? I'm scared. I say that a lot. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Like the random yeah. ones. It's not even like I'm like one of the famous bits. It's just like random yeah. side that. characters that say little things. And I'm like, yeah, that's just part of my life now. So yeah, Mean Girl, it just is five stars. It's great. I haven't watched that in ages. Yeah, we've watched loads of um, loads of Halloween-y films, haven't we? Because mm-hmm. me and Becky live together. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've we've watched loads. And often at the end, we get to the end of a film and I'll go, that was fun. And Becky will go, that was rubbish. Like we watched uh, Hellraiser. Have you seen Hellraiser? With I watched pinheads. that this month This well, as part of my challenge. Mm. What did you think? Uh, I gave it a three. That's why I weird. gave it. It's a bit weird. You gave it a two. Yeah. Have you seen Hellraiser, Holly? No. Is he the one that looks like Kaplunk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's him, yeah. yeah. I've seen the film. I've seen the poster. But you yeah. know the boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eyeball falls down when you take a love that. Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird as well. But there was a bit of it where there was a shot, a side shot of his face. And I was like, there just isn't makeup like that in film anymore. The makeup was unreal. I couldn't get over it. It wasn't good. Yeah, like really, really good. It was a bit scary. I think that's my problem with, like, because there's been a quite a few that you've been, oh, I need to watch this. And I'm like, well, I don't, I'm not watching that. Like, just not a fan of beat me and made jump is not like things like that that was scary there was a couple of jumpy bits but that wasn't like the main purpose of the film things like the woman in black where it's literally the whole film is just trying to make you jump I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah can't deal with that yeah. so i kind of have a bit of a like already guard up against horror and thriller films um but in general they're just not good like they do have a stereotype of like I just can't help but watch them. Like, just don't do that. No, they are. You've just, just not seen the right ones. Just, I just, all the time I'm watching it, like, just like, don't go down the stairs or don't mm. do that. I just, I just find them silly. The trouble is the Fright Nights I've been watching, I don't know if they're going to be good or not, but that's what we've been watching. Yeah. They're in the scary movies. Whereas like, you've not seen Scream. No. You've not seen Halloween. No. I think the key is to these things is to vocalise your annoyance. Yeah. Okay. If someone's going down the stage, go do, don't go down the fucking stairs. Yeah, yeah. come and on. And then it makes it a bit more fun, you know? But it's like we watched Pet Cemetery, and that was, <laughs> that was there, there were, we said at one point, didn't we, like that was a goggle box moment, the way we were, we were reacting when the little boy gets run over. Like we were both hands by the, on by the face. Way, the little boy gets run over. Oh yeah, spoilers. <laughs> 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 when did it come out? You've had time. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, we were like, Shot, but then literally within minutes we were laughing because of how dramatic the dad's reaction was and yeah, yeah. it just wasn't good <laughs> the whole film but I guess that's just part of that type of film there was an old boy in it he was like you're gonna come down to the port see and walk out into the cemetery see he gets <laughs> I I thought lift he guy. was gonna be creepier <laughs> that came through <laughs> <laughs> he was uh 
he was he seemed creepy from the start. He wore this like big raincoat with a big hood on. But then yeah, as soon as he spoke, you gotta be careful near that road, see? All the pets get killed here. I think I just think I just don't get the genre because I just watch the like anytime I watch them, I'm like just that wasn't good. The best ones are the ones that comment on the fact that they are stupid. So things mm-hmm. like Scream and Candyman. Um, they're all like that like there's a bit in Candyman I always talk about it, but where she opens the door to a basement, looks down, and then goes, Nope, and then shuts the door. Yeah. It's brilliant. Mm. Like this stuff like that when they're commenting on the cliches that the genre has. Which I don't think any genre has really done, like commented on its own cliches that much. You can't do stuff like comedy, can you? Or like an adventure. Yeah. Like often adventure, like, this is silly. I can't think of a time when they've t- I mean there's things like um what's the one called that you introduced me to Ollie um with John C Riley Oh Walk Hard Walk Hard That's the best film of all time taking the piss out of biopics Yeah, yeah that's really good Yeah that. yeah So I guess there are examples but horror does it all the time Sure It's yeah. it's interesting you say about the the level of makeup and how it's sort of like that's scary cuz I know this is obviously isn't a horror film but you sort of made me think about like the Jurassic Park films. Mm. You see the recent ones where they've got like the CGI dinosaurs. It's not not scary at all. Obviously, it's probably 10, 10 years on me since I saw sure. the, the actual Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. But if you watch Jurassic Park back, the fact they're using like puppets and like physical yeah, yeah, things... Yeah. It is actually terrifying because you can... Yeah, when like uh, it's ch- they chase it, the T-Rex is chasing them down. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum's like, Christ, but because you can actually see it. The bit in the kitchen as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a physical puppet. And the yeah, the steam's going on the yeah from his breath. That's yeah. that's way more scary than computer generated. Uh, that's it. It's also yeah. that it doesn't date because it still works. That technology worked and was real then. It's not going to date because it's not done on a computer. Yeah, is that... It's like Aardman, like Chicken Run hasn't dated because, because it's terrifying. It's <laughs> <laughs> but it still looks like, do you know what? Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget, which I have seen, um, does have some moments in it. You're like, Jesus, quite terrifying. What, worse than the first one? Mm, I don't think so, but it doesn't hold back from like, the, the there's like this, this it's, the trailers kind of highlighted it, that they go to some a chicken farm that's, all quite dystopian oh and like that they don't hold back from how creepy and freaky and scary that is alice can you um do an impression please um and do those chickens are up to something i can I bet you can just absolutely nail it <laughs> go on in your own time yeah <laughs> <laughs> i said in your own time but yeah yeah, yeah i'm taking the piss now those chickens are up to summit. Yeah, it's pretty good. I do a better Mrs. Tweedy, I think. Go on, then. <clears throat> I'm going to come away from the mics. It's gonna... Mr. Tweedy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. You were coming through still. Yeah. Right. I thought she was here. There was a moment, <laughs> there's a moment in a chicken, I'll just tell you one joke so that you know that the, if the film's good, it's, it's going to be great. You're going to love it. But there's a joke in it when they're all climbing up something and Ginger says... Fetcher, hold on to a crack or something. And Fetcher goes, righto. And then it's a shot of Nick, the other rat. And he goes, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's genius. Uh, so there's a, loads of jokes like that. It, it's, it's, it's a good follow-on. Impression of the rat was really good. What the, oh? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. The whole cast is here tonight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have a nice holiday? It wasn't on holiday, pups. 
I was in solitary confinement. Oh, well, it's nice to get a bit of time to yourself. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just going to do the yeah, whole yeah. film? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Gareth, I've got your list in front of me Go now. on then. Here we bloody go. You've been busy. Yeah, it's been a bumper month. I'm trying to get to 200 this year and I'm on 167 now. It's going to mm. happen. I think it's going to happen. Okay, let me ask you about Coco. Coco. You watched Coco for the first, first time. First time. That's great. Yeah, and uh, Pixar, I've done it again. They made me cry again. And that's why I avoid watching them because I, I know they, they want to make me cry. Mm. I did it again. And, I th- and the other factor was, it's about death. That's what I was thinking. Great. I'm going to cry and I'm going to have an existential crisis <laughs> while I'm at it. So that's why I put it off for so long. But uh, I didn't have either. Well, I did cry. I didn't have an existential crisis okay. afterward. Very sweet, isn't it? Very mm. sweet. I've still not seen that one. No. It's really good. Um, classic Pixar. And we all like a cry, don't we? So with my mate in the cinema and at the end we both looked at each other like, what do you think of that then? (laughs) (laughs) Should we go? (laughs) I don't know. I don't remember watching it for the first time. I don't remember how. I must have seen it. You didn't cry. I didn't cry, no. You don't cry. You're a hard man. Apart from chicken run. What did you cry? You cried last year or something. Oh, um. After Sun. Belfast. Both of those I've cried at. They're the only two since being an adult. Mm. That I've cried at. Um, yeah. Are you a crier, Becky? Yes. <laughs> a pr- a the amount of times Correct. that I walk through the front door and <laughs> Becky's just sobbing at Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I, I do cry at films because you obviously you do get attached. Yeah. Because that's the way films work, but especially TV shows. Grey's Anatomy. Health. Grey's Anatomy. What was yeah. the other one? Um, this is Us, Balling, Daily. I just, you, I just get attached to the characters, really. Like, even even if it's just a film I like and it's just wholesome, I'm like, oh, it's just so nice. Yeah. I watched, um, Christ, sh- uh, Shrinking this this month, the yes. TV series. <gasps> you finished, you watched it all? Watched it all. Who are you and what have you done with Gareth Bradway? So <laughs> to explain to the room, I'm not very, uh, I don't watch much TV. I just can't, I watch one episode of so many things, I can't even tell you. And I just don't get anywhere further. But Shrinking got my imagination and I cried every episode. Really? I've never done that before. <laughs> it is good. What's it about? It's about a, like three shrinks, essentially. But they've all got different things going on. It's sort of like um, an uplifting look at grief. Um, yeah. But also... That's, no, that is accurate, yeah. Yeah. Good. But it's got... Um, who's the, who's Harrison Ford. Yeah. And Jason Segel. Segel? Yeah. Segel. It's, it's How worth, do you want to say it? Apple TV. It's worth a watch. It's um, written by it was one of the writers is Brett Goldstein. Oh, okay. Uh, um, from Ted Lasso. From Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a season two coming. Mm. It's really, really wholesome. Yeah, it's wholesome. And uh, yeah, I just cried every day. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah's like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's just, he's got Parkinson's. What did, I did, there was something the other day that, we were watching Becky and I said, I feel a bit fragile. I think I might cry at this. Was it Planet Earth? Yes. I can't mm. remember Planet what bit it was, but I was like, this, if this goes bad, I'm going to feel. Yeah, if, if there's an animal in danger, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I can't yeah. watch them. Sarah won't watch them. Because I of that. fall asleep I and it, I really want to watch it, but it's his voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's we this hand doing? <laughs> can't you just imagine him? That in wasn't shot? a good impression, mate. Uh, but it's the voice. <laughs> I'm not the impressions guy. <laughs> Neither was I until you started every episode. Gone. You just doing because she like that. loved trying. 
<laughs> a for effort. But yeah, it's the it's the music, the yeah, visuals, yeah, the, the voiceover. It just makes me sleepy. Do you think the crew want to intervene? He's the one holding them back. Like if anything's <laughs> going wrong, he's like, nah, let them fight. I hope not. <laughs> I'm looking for your list, Gareth. You've done a lot for the challenge, which I respect. What was the challenge? We can delve into the Let's challenge. So I challenged Gareth to watch, to find the scariest films. That Did I say five? I don't think I did. I think I just said... No, five. You said five. Said, yeah. So five of the scariest films he could that he's never seen. Yeah. So he'd obviously have to look at reviews and look at, like, you did a TikTok video asking. I did a TikTok. Yeah, I can take you. I can take you through the whole journey. If Go you like. for it. So I did a TikTok video saying, "Give me your scariest films." No one replied. Um, I asked some people at work. One person who's into horrors, he told me a few. I did some research, and then there's some I've not watched over the years that always look a bit scary. Mm. I thought I'll just do that. Um, but really, I just that's essentially what I did. I just found some horrors that I thought looked scary. Um, and it turns out some of them you did for the Halloween thing anyway. Mm. Um, the other thing I didn't do, which you might be disappointed in, Alice, I didn't make a video. It's probably because I was crying every day. I don't own you. Or I know, but you know, you'd be like, oh, well, we don't have a video now. <laughs> right, sure. Focus. Well, actually, yeah, we don't have a video now. Yeah, I'm CEO. I think, <laughs> just so you know. Um so I can, yeah, five, did I do it? I think I said at the top of the show, I did. Yes. By accident. So the first one, um, was, which was recommended by my colleague, the original version of The Grudge. Juan. Any takers? Juan The Grudge. Never, Never seen, seen it. it. Seen the American version? Is it, is it the one with the, the girl and the hair? That's The Ring. Similar vibes. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There's a kid. He's. What's the picture? What's the, what's, is it that? Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. made Becky go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone wants Great to know what content. that picture is, it's on Letterboxd. Just type in Zhu on the grudge. Volunteer home care worker Rika is assigned to visit a family. She is cursed and chased by two revengeful fiends. And that's what it's about. I gave it a three star. Uh, the little kid is creepy. There's a there's a moment where the she's going up in a lift, right? And on each floor, you can see the floor as it's going up. And every time the lift goes up to the next floor, the kid is in looking at her as she's going up in the lift. He's like, next floor. There he's again. The last one opens. Kid's not there. That's just how kids are though, isn't it? They're quick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The next one is the Babadook. The Babadook. Babadook. (laughs) Thank you. Um, And... I, when I started watching it, I noticed that you had just watched it the same day. Spooky. Spooky in itself, right? Mm. And you'd given it a one star, I believe. <laughs> I was like, right. Have you seen the Babadook? No, I didn't. Yeah. Um, I gave it a four star, nearly opposite end of the spectrum. I just thought there. it was a horrible film. It gave me a headache so bad, and Becky can vouch for this, that the front of my head swelled up, didn't mm-hmm. it? What, from the stress? I Did don't know it? what it was. I, I think that was coming bits. on anyway. It's all bits. Yeah, I was doing dinner and then came in and was like, what the hell is this? The yeah. bit with the dog. Let me just tell you the tagline. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. Mm. Shit. Can you can you do that in a Northern accent, please? <laughs> <laughs> if it's in a... <laughs> what's that TikTok thing? Five generations. If, it, if, it's in, if it's in a word, it's in a look. You can't get rid of Babadook. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, everyone. Um, <laughs> so it's about grief as well. So we've watched a lot of stuff about grief this month. It's weird. And basically, 
the Babadook is sort of a manifestation of her grief. The She's got a kid who's going a bit mental, but it's because he can't connect to her through the grief. It's pretty dark. It's, that's what, it's, yeah. It's very dark. It's very... It's um, real. Yeah. It's far too real. And the real. Babadook itself is pretty creepy. If, I think, like, clips I've seen of it, it's, like, the movement of mm. the character that I'm like... I'm yeah. I'm never gonna watch this. Yeah, yeah. Well he like the way he possesses you is like he crawls into your mouth like a bug, doesn't he? He like skit he's like and then he like, gets into your mouth. I ain't sleeping tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Off that description. I think alone. it's just the book that's creeped me out. Yeah. All the images of the Babadook on because uh, they're reading like a kid's book. The wrong kid's why, book. Why would you read that? I know. Um and then I went Hellraiser, mm. which is a bit just a bit weird. Yeah. We've spoken about that. Kaplunk. 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 <laughs> so how many is that? That's three. That's three. And then I went Suspiria, which is a film from 1977. Dum, dum, dee, dum, dum, That's where my brain dum, went as well. Suspiria. Which is also a bit weird. Uh, it's based in Germany. And what's the matter? I just love how quickly these two bit at me singing the wrong. I was on board. That's Disturbia. Is Rihanna in the film? <laughs> I uh, don't think so. Uh, no. no. Um, two star. Two star. <laughs> if is, she Suspiria, been. is this the old one or the, the new old one? one 1977. Yeah, I've seen that. Again, it's a bit weird. Mm. Very um, colourful. But it's about witchcraft. Ooh. But not in the... Oh. No, not in that interesting. You love a witch. I do. Another Roman Empire, witches. Really? Yeah. Interesting. What's your... Have you seen The Witch? <laughs> no. I'm being genuine. Is that the <laughs> the bitch? The bitch. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? No. Then oh, you haven't seen it. No. Oh, you'd love it if you like. Is witches. it a horror film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I haven't seen it. I'm just not a fan. But witches and horrors. But yeah, sometimes. I know. But like the American Horror Story series that's of witches is really good. <laughs> well, you really like Wonder Vision. Wonder. For that reason. Yeah. I like Sabrina. That and was good. <laughs> and Sabrina. Yeah. Yeah. Can Sabrina. It? And uh, bewitched. Does Bewitched. Wednesday count? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Stevie Nicks. Wizard of Oz. No? Yeah. Too far? Yeah. If I can plug my uh, newsletter for a second. I don't know if you've read my latest post Here about witches. What's your newsletter, Gareth? Oh, I'll just fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I've only recently subscribed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> Go on. No, let me. Gareth, you've got you've got newsletter. No. Go on. <sighs> it's called Popped. And uh, <laughs> I've recently did a thing about witches. All right. Anyway, it's it was actually a really interesting Thank you. read. It Thank was you. really good. I will give it to read. Yeah, it was good. But you might make you want to watch The Witch because okay. more of I a historic take, but it's creepy. <laughs> I enjoyed you referenced Marvel in it because I thought of you. Well, you know, even I'm going off Marvel now, but you went off Marvel before most. Mm, I did. <laughs> Iron Man too. <laughs> this is too. I'm much. done. Yeah, they're, they're, there's two to catch up with here. You've never really been on the Marvel hype, though, have you? Um, like, well, originally, and then I got back into it for the Infinity War yeah. round. Then, but then I just I think I made the claim at the time mm. that it's never gonna be Endgame. Be that, that, but that's Infinity War Endgame that time. Yeah, and I maintain it. Mm. I agree. They've made all sorts of claims. Go on, <laughs> talking to you, Kevin. They've made all sorts of claims, like saying that they. are Thinking about resurrecting all the Avengers. No. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that today. Yeah, yeah. the original six will come back apparently in yeah. the uh, yeah. the next they Avengers film. Multiverse, isn't it? They yeah, can do what they want. Come on. And then there was something else 
about they're thinking of going back on Kang being the main villain of this Oh, well, phase. isn't he problematic? Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think he was... It was speculated, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was actually cleared of anything, but mm. I don't. I don't know. Odds on Robert Downey Jr. will come back. Yeah, definitely, one hundred percent, absolutely. I, yeah, maybe. A ca- I thought he was going to be in the last Spider-Man doing something. What was like a cameo? Yeah, but they had enough cameos, really, didn't they? And my last one. So I did do it. Fifth one on the thirty-first of October for Halloween. I yeah. I resubscribed to Shudder, which is a horror streamer. And I watched When Evil Lurks because the poster looks a bit scary. Look at that. Oh, yeah. There's a, um, I thought, that's, I need to watch that. And I had really good reviews, but it was a bit, again, a bit weird. Like, there were bits that were a bit creepy. There's a, there's a manifestation of evil. Some evil has gone into this guy and he's all puffed up and, pu- and pussy. Then he said pussy then. <laughs> Did you just call me? That was close. <laughs> that was close. Gareth's dropping his new rap album. Puffed up and pussy. <laughs> that is what I heard anyway. It's fat boy Gareth. With puffed up and pussy. <laughs> is this a PG podcast? By no. No. no, that's long gone, mate. Um, <laughs> puffed up and pussy. And uh, basically, you're not supposed to kill him with a gun. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Because if you it. kill it, the evil comes out. Right. But then someone kills him with a gun, doesn't he? So what are you supposed to kill him with? Uh, you've got to get someone in, like a vicar or something. Oh, okay. Mm. There's a lot of rules, basically, and it just lost me after a while. So um, challenge done. Nothing, Congrats. The, the thing that probably scared me the most was the Babadook. Because that was to find the scariest things you could. Yeah. Do you think, you don't think you you think there's scarier films out there? I think so. Yeah. I uh, I just did the best I could, you know? Yeah. Well, I respect TikTok that. TikTok let me down. Mm. Your um, man, you thought your man was going to come in clutch. Mm, and he, he didn't. He helped you last time. He did do like a 15 day horror thing. So I should probably should have watched that. You probably thought, yeah. just watch my content, mate. Yeah. Um, But never mind. The Babadook is the top pick. Um. So it's up to you whether you think I completed I completed the number of films, but it's whether you think I did enough. I think you passed the challenge. Any advance on that? Anyone disagree? No. Ten more. <laughs> Ten more. No. Ollie, when you got here, you said, I've watched two films this month. What, what was the other one? Um, the other one was A Haunting in Venice, which mm. is the new Poirot. Brother. Agatha Christie, mm. Kenneth Branagh. I'm sure the first thing you did was went and listened to the, the podcast that we did about it oh yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent. so we've i've seen it you've seen it i've seen it you've seen it well obviously we did a podcast on it sorry beck you've not seen it no i quite liked it mm. i liked it too i i like the fact that the other two that he did were like very popular stories and you sort of know how they're going to play out whereas this one is, is a short story mm-hmm. like it, i don't know if it's a complete retelling i haven't read the book but I think not knowing what's going on and it specifically being like a Halloween thing, like it's scarier than the other two. It had a bit, bit more of an appeal to it. Mm, yeah. You sort of nodding like, yeah, well, you're wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know. I agree. I, I liked it. You, you, you enjoyed it. I, I, no, I didn't love I, it. I thought it was just, it, especially the last one was so CGI heavy. And I thought yes. this one relied a lot more on where they were. Um, and that, like we said, like you said with Jurassic Park, it makes such a difference when you can see it's real i think when i saw it as well 
it had been out for quite a while. So yeah. the, I, I just went and watched it. I was with my mum. She wanted to go see it. Um, there was nobody else in there. So that was quite scary. Yeah, yeah. I just found it quite boring. And then he nodded off. But sometimes that's enough for you to just be put off a film. Um, Becky. Yeah. Pain Hustlers. Painful. Nice. It's basically, no, not to say it as an offensive statement, but it was a BTEC Wolf of Wall Street. Because um, I hovered over it on Netflix, you know, it gives mm. you the thing. It looked all right. So yeah. didn't, ho- didn't. I think I said in my review to kind of summarize it, like it does fit the bill of a Netflix. You've been scrolling for an hour. Yeah. What are we going to put on? May as well. Um, but yeah, I just think the trailer made it look much more fast paced, much more on a par with Wolf of Wall Street in that like basically a similar realm of business and chaos and the rise and fall of the characters basically. Um, But I was bored. There was a few moments where I was like, I could turn this off, but I didn't because obviously I was doing the review. So wanted to, you know, commit and actually watch it. But I just think (laughs) they've over-marketed it with the fact that it's got Emily Blunt and Chris Evans in it. I'm sold. they yeah exactly and that, that's why i chose it like to do the review for and they they were good in it and it's directed by david yates who did i'm out <laughs> <laughs> although he did fantastic beast he also did the last four harry potters i did not know that mm. um but yeah like they they were good in it she was better than him i'd say um but yeah i just thought it was a bit flat like i think they could have done more i felt like she she was really really good and her character clearly had like problems and clearly had like a backstory but you didn't really go into it i think i would have liked to have known more about her before everything happens like with with the business side of things and the downfall of that um but you do see chris evans dressed as the pain medication that they're selling and doing a rap at a conference That's so something. if that sells it yeah give it a, give it a watch Ollie's fully going to go home and watch this tonight. I did see I'm one... watching it now on the table. <laughs> there was um, one review that I saw on Letterboxd that was the song turned down for what should not be in a 2023 movie. And I think that also just sums it up. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. Alice, We're going to do a it. bonus episode. Yeah. On it. We've got a film club, but the general gist of it is it's good. Okay. Uh, what else have you watched? <laughs> this? Do you agree? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. But uh, I just want, I, I, we haven't gone through your list yet. So I'm just bringing up Killers of the Flower Moon. Mm, well, yeah. It's, did it's, you have a good time? I did, Did yeah. you live up to the hype? Yeah. I am a bit of a, like, Scorsese is good, but I get why he's, he is held in the regard he is, and he absolutely should be. But I don't, I'm not obsessed with his films as much as every other person seems to be. But I thought Killers of the Flower Moon was, was good. It had a couple of things that I thought that, it lost its sense of direction a little bit partway through. I think it could have lost a little bit of the runtime, but it's it's good. It's very good, very well made. What's your favourite Scorsese film? Is it Shark Tale? I think it is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's um, Wolf of Wall Street. But then I really like After Hours. Have you seen After Hours? That's, that's great. I haven't seen After Hours. Oh, I love that one. So good. It's just a bloke one night, like all the things he gets up to. By accident, basically. My favourite is King of Comedy. Oh, I do like that one too. You've seen that. It's basically, if you've seen The Joker, you've seen King of Comedy. Oh, okay. They basically, Joker ripped it off. Yeah. I think I saw that in a lot of reviews. Yeah. But it's better, I think. It's what you were saying about like horror films and like what's really scary. He did Shutter Island, didn't he? Mm-hmm. See, I, if I think about that film, it's so eerie that that's, that's like 
that's so scary to me, but only like after watching it. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sell itself as a horror. No. It? But it is, but it is, is quite is, scary. Yeah. I love that film. I've got a question. Here we go. We've all got a review now. We've moved Focus Film to Substack and we've all posted a review on Substack now. Ollie has done Blackberry, Becky, Pain Hustlers, Gareth, don't tell me, The Old Oak, and me, Killers of the Flower Moon. My question to the group is, how do you go about critiquing a film? Like when you have to pick a, a, a rating of one to five, and when you have to go about, right, when you're watching a film, what is it that stands out to you that makes you go, yeah, I've got to give this a five or oh, I've got to give this a one? It's difficult. It's just a feeling for me. I kind of, I just kind of go, that's three, that's four. I don't think there's any criteria. The only criteria I have really is for a one and a five. The one with, for a five, my, my first thing is, would I rewatch this straight away? Um, yeah. That's a new thing for me. That I realized if I want to rewatch that, go straight back into cinema, that's a good sign. It might be a five. And then one is probably, is there anything redeemable about this? If not, it's a one star. Right. Because you don't want to give a one star, do you? Really? No. But other than that, yeah, it's just a vibe I get. It is a mismatch in between. You've just got, yeah, it's what, what, what you feel. Like. And then sometimes when I think this is definitely a four, and then I feel bad for the things I've given a four that probably should have been a three. Yeah. Well, we retrospect. had a conversation about this today, didn't we? Because I reviewed Killers of the Flower Moon a four, and then Ollie said, hold on, you can't be reviewing that a four and Black Panther Wakanda Forever a four. So... And I was like, well, on reflection, to be fair, if I thought about it just thinking about those two, I probably would say, oh, what well, kind of forever should probably be a three. But you've got to go with what you feel at the moment. But then, the, yeah, they're different, aren't they? Yeah. I I think it's how much I enjoy the film. If I absolutely love it, I'm going to give it a five star in in that moment. And then, like, obviously, that's when I'm writing the review. So I'm going to go, yeah, absolutely loved it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And m- maybe like a few weeks down the line, I'll probably think slightly differently about it. Right. But at the same time, like if the film is good, it's going to put you in a good mood anyway. So that's always going to be like a five yeah. star. If it's a three star, I'm indifferent to it. So mm-hmm. it's neither good nor bad. I know it's a three star and it's slightly more positive than two, but two to one is when I start to see things wrong with it. Yeah. yeah. A good time. Yeah. And with that sort of film, you do. I, I know other people... Like you say, if you're critiquing something slightly differently, you might look for like the cinematography and the quality yeah, and dialogue yeah. and all those different things. But at the end of the day, like something like The Room is a terrible film, but people enjoy it. Yeah. Like it still gives you a good feeling. 100%. You just pulled a face. What's <laughs> it's because I was going back through to see like what re- what reviews I'd given. And to see like what I'd given a five star to, like what equates as a five star for me. And I gave Ratatouille a solid five star. Yeah, Ratatouille <laughs> yeah, should that's be a five star. It just made me laugh that that was out of everything. <laughs> that was the one that stood out. That stood it out. absolutely should be there. You, um, you gave Puss in Boots a five star, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Me too. Stand by it. Perfect film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what? I think yours, I've, I've got a few different things, which is why it takes me so long to do a review. Apologies. Um, <laughs> I think it's partly learnt from you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's partly learnt from you, Ellis, that it's kind of so you obviously starts at five star and then the like things that you don't like about it is minus a star. Mm. I'd really try my hardest not to look at any other reviews before I've made my mind up or talk to anybody about it because I think, oh yeah, that, that wasn't that great or Hard though, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah. it is. Because as soon as you finish, you want to go on letterbox scroll, yeah. see everything. Sometimes you need it because you need to think, am I completely yeah, I think it's good though to see this? people who don't like it and people who do yeah. see where you stand in between those yeah. things as well. But then I think it it does depend on like what you like and what what you're used to. Like for example, this month we watched When Harry Met Sally and that was a rewatch and I gave it a five stars. Yes. I think you gave it a four because you were like, I can't remember why. Remind me why. Their dynamic, I can't remember how I worded it at the time, but like their dynamic changes so much. And there's so much that you're just like, you just would say that. You just would say, like mm. we were saying about horrors when you're like shouting at the telly. It's the same thing of like, you just would talk to each other and just, it's so obvious now that you should be together. So it's like a lack of logic. Yeah, that that sort of like, you know, like yeah, lack of plausibility. Sometimes in life it doesn't yeah. quite work yeah. but, and like, but I completely agree with that statement. But to me, the way I finish what i've only seen that film twice but the way i felt watching it the first time second time the vibe the everything it's a five star so i think it's just yeah. a combination um, but then like mean girls like we mentioned that earlier yeah i gave that a five star but again Thank I, think God. If, I, think, <laughs> I think if i'd have there's there's certain films like for example recently i watched um john tucker must die which i'd never seen before but that is in the realm of films that are similar to things that i used to watch when i was younger if I'd have watched it when I was younger, I bet that would be similar to a Mean Girls, a Wild mm. Child and that kind of thing and love it. But because it's now watching it, I saw so many problems with it and was like, it wasn't that good. But Mean Girls to me is a quality film because I've always watched it, always loved it. So I think it's kind of, yeah, on that that scale of what other films I like and where it ranks and then also just the film itself, what was good and bad about it, really. Which one came first? Was it John Tucker Must Die or Mean Girls? Because they're very similar. Um, I love that film. John Tucker Must Die was 2006 and Mean Girls was 2004. Oof. Saving Grace of John Tucker Must Die is Sophia Bush. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> she is a regular listener, so <laughs> yeah. she'll enjoy that. I Yeah, I do start at five and then, because it's the best way to go into a film is like, I think this is going to be my favourite film ever. Go in like just ready to be blown away, whatever it is, even if it's Morbius. And then just as you're watching it, just like be disappointed. Yeah, five, five is like, you're going to go away and recommend this. Or when people say like, oh, I haven't seen that. You'll be like, what? Yeah, yeah. That's such a good film. I guess it's more just actually when you like walk in, it's more just blank canvas. But then when you see something good, like, Add okay, great, five star. Yeah. And then just drop off as things don't go as well. It's, mm. it's good when you like you're mid film and you get this feeling that's like, this, this, is, this is good. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not yeah. thinking about. No, not. The, you yeah. don't actually really think about if it's a five star until the end. Yeah, Often, yeah, if yeah. I'm thinking, is this, is that, like, it's not. I'm over, already over. Think, yeah, so, already yeah. overthinking it. I got that feeling watching The Killers yesterday. I went to watch The Killer, sorry. Um, the band? No. Watching The Killers yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then after a while, sometimes you have that feeling for the first, like, half, and then something happens. You're like, mm. ah, yeah, uh, you yeah. let me down now. For sure. So that gave that a four. But when Harry met Sally, five agreed. So good. So good. I've never seen it. Whoa! I mean, I only watched it for the first time a couple of couple three or four years ago. It's un- unlocked a new ick for me. I'm just reading my review from the first time I watched it. So my, one of my icks is that in films, when you see people wake up, I can't get out of my head now that they've got bad breath because you always have breath. Yeah, yeah. So... It just makes me go. But this time, both times they kiss, she's just had a big cry. And I'm thinking mm. slobbery. 
Snot, slobbery, <laughs> snotty post kiss, post cry kiss. <laughs> and, I, and I can't can't see past it. The only that you didn't you didn't ruin it because I love the film, but nearly this time watching it because obviously like as <laughs> no, <laughs> as we started watching it, it obviously reminded me that it's the voice of Mike Wazowski. Mm. So then all I could think about, and I'm sure the review we both laughed at on Letterboxd afterwards was saying this film would be much better if they just edited Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But I just, I, I feel like I'm on a Meg Ryan role because we watched, yeah. what did we watch? Sleepless, Sleepless in, in Seattle. Seattle. And then today I started You've Got Mail. I've never seen, Meg, uh, You've Got Mail. Never seen it. Well, it's good. I like Meg Ryan. You should get on a Meg Ryan role because it's seeded. <laughs> White bread. <laughs> Good with ham and cheese. <sighs> Good hair. Good hair. Yeah, you don't mind finding mind your hair in your Meg roll. <laughs> Wouldn't mind a Meg Ryan roll, to be fair. <laughs> um, what's next feature-wise? Um, the top five, which usually we do a ranked top five. But because it's new and different this time, we are going to do um, five, a film each, that if we were in the if we worked in the cinema, you know when you go to the cinema and someone's got their name on their badge and then their favorite mm. film underneath, what that film is that not only do you love it, I think it's got to be a five star film that's going on your badge, but also it kind of sums up your love for film. It's a film that encapsulates everything that you love about about movies. So who wants to start? I'll start. Go on. I think outside looking in, people would expect me to say Greece. That's what I expect. Um, because. Is a great film. I like it. Again, as time goes on, with many films, people will say it's problematic and there are things wrong with it. And everyone's always had a problem with the end when the car flies and blah blah blah. Cars um, fly. Like, yeah, cars fly. Yeah, get over it. Exactly. Next. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> and the reason why it's a fan favorite of mine is when I was in year five, I watched it every day after school for probably about a year. So I do know it like back to back. So it, it's great, but. I haven't actually watched it in quite a while. It used to be a birthday tradition of mine, but I haven't watched it for quite a while. Um, <laughs> and I think I was thinking about this recently. I think I'm going to put on my badge, The Princess Diaries. First film on the Focus 5 wow. is The Princess because Diaries. Because it's another, another one that I don't know whether it's a five star just because it has that nostalgia, nostalgia the childhood yeah. love That's a good for it. But I think it's one of those that no matter, like I could be talking about it. I could see a TikTok of a clip of it or like, like recently I saw a few people doing, they, they were Princess Mia as their fancy dress costume. So ever since I've seen that, I've had the urge to watch it and it doesn't mean just watch it. It means one and two back to back. There's no other way to watch it. Um, and yeah, I just, I just think it's, I think it's my, my film. My Princess go-to. Diaries sounds up your street. Have you, have you ever tried M&Ms on pizza? No, but it does look good. It does. It does. Uh, I think no no I, further comment. The fact I don't understand, I think, means that it is he in fact a polish. Have you not seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think I've seen a bit of it when they're on like a really long hill. That's San okay. Francisco. That's literally the start, hill. but that's fine. Okay, right. So. Which one do you prefer, one or two? <laughs> one. Mm. Classic. Although two does have Chris Pine in it. Yeah, that's true. And you know. John Reese davis Gimli. From the Lord of the Rings. Becky's not seen the Lord of the Rings. No, I don't so know what you mean. Oh my God. We are going to have a day and it's going to be a sensational day. And I can't... This is going to be the worst day in your life. Yeah, I'm really not yeah. looking for We're going to prolong it as You'll long be as like, possible. <laughs> every scene you should be watching. <laughs> Go on then, Ollie. So Princess Diaries is oh, Becky's yeah. badge. I was going to say the Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh. But I thought maybe not. <laughs> Probably for nostalgia reasons. 
uh, another film with a flying car, Back to the Future. Nice. nice. Even yeah, though it just flies at the end. Mm. But it's, it's just a classic film. And yeah, I don't, I don't like, you just have to watch it. It's like a rite of passage. Yeah. If anybody talks about cinema, it's like, have you seen Back to the Future? If they say yeah. no, you slap them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think I saw it until I was in my 20s. Really? Which, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just when you were about three, I think you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just literally no. It's probably, yeah. yeah. I got dragged to see Busted last month. Uh-huh. And um, their sort of pre show is Christopher Lloyd as Doc Brown. And everybody's like, oh my God. Like, that's, it's just him as a character from Can that I film see? that giving everybody that sort of emotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. It's, oh, I love that film. Alice, what are you putting in your badge? Well, I thought I could go typical and go The Big Lebowski or Hunt for the Water People. But I think actually I'm go- I'd am go with Chicken Run. And I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying that's my favourite, but I think that's the one that people would look at the badge and go, you see his badge, it had Chicken Run on it. I think that, that's mm. a bit Conversation of a... Conversation starter. Yeah, people yeah. like you for and it. And I do love it. Like it is a five-star yeah. uh, masterpiece. Um, it is. It's on my top four banner on Letterboxd. Like, I love it. So I think that's... How do you update that, by the way? I feel like I need to do that. Uh, just on the settings. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I, I can show you. Okay. Um, yeah, that regular monthly reminder that we're not sponsored by Letterboxd, <laughs> but we do recommend it because it's class. You're not on it, are you? I struggled. He only watches two films a month. Oh, yeah, true. I would do more if I could work out how to use Letterboxd. <laughs> Gareth's got a YouTube video telling you how to watch it. Yeah, Ooh. on the Focus it. Film uh, yeah. YouTube. I will check that out. Yeah. Where can it's I find it? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Focus Film, YouTube, Letterboxd, maybe type that in. Go on Linktree on Instagram. Yeah, yes. be on there. I'll send you a link. Thank you. It's not going to be the best nine minutes of your life watching <laughs> it, but, you know, it's functional. It's sure. Functional. So, Did I sell that? Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be the best nine minutes of your life. It does tend to make me go and watch something. I appreciate <laughs> the honesty. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be your worst so we've got the princess diaries we've got bats the future we've got chicken run becky kerry was meant to be here pick kerry's <laughs> let's just go for trolls she talks about trolls a lot yeah well yeah she i know that's what the review she's done for this month oh yeah um and she does have a little trolls toy on her nice. desk at work that plays i've little... never seen any of them have you i know uh have you have you seen trolls uh, I think I've seen the first one. I don't know. No, actually, no. I take that back. I um, I was tortured with the Justin Timberlake song for so long. I thought I'm yeah. avoiding that mm, film at all costs. Yeah. But yeah, she's not here to say otherwise. So it's trolls. Trolls I see what's patch. on her letterbox. Yeah. Go on, Gareth. In the meantime, um, I, it's difficult because I either I can either be a bit wanky or I can be fun. So I'm probably going to go fun. Really? That's a change I, of pace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can tell you the. Um, <laughs> I can tell you the wanky one. Yeah. The wanky one would have been There Will Be Blood. Mm. But wanky. Film studies. She has two favorite her favourites oh, yeah, on Letterboxd. The others and it's a good film. Memoirs of a Geisha. 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 Memoirs of a Geisha. Memoirs no, of a Geisha. I preferred it the way you said it. Geisha. Yeah, Geisha, yeah. <laughs> Geisha. Miss Geisha. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but the one I'm going to go for is Hot Fuzz. Mm. Hey. A connoisseur, I see. Well. Big yeah, bushy yeah. beard. If you see that on a badge, you'd be like, yeah, well, he's a funny guy, isn't he? 
Um, but also, yeah, it's my favorite of the Cornetto trilogy. Um, it's just, uh, the, the, my favorite line is, um, <laughs> he's like, oh no, it's just Dolmio. I've said, <laughs> I say that all the time, but it's so funny. You do do a good impression of that though. Uh, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, that was five star for me. Love it. Watch it quite a lot. And it always makes me laugh. Nice. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> I like it when they're translating. He's like, only if I didn't know somebody calling you anyway. And then he's like, he's anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He says, not that yeah. way. <laughs> oh, good choices all around there. Mm. Apart from trolls. Yeah. But that's default. We can maybe default. update yeah. that at a later time. Yeah. Yeah. Memoirs of a geisha. Could be that. Quite long for a badge, though. Yeah. Memoirs of a... Trolls. Memoirs of a trolls. (laughs) (laughs) Would watch. Um, Cool. Well, unless anyone else has anything they'd like to bring up about film, then that is the end of the main part of the podcast. Well, I was going to say, we watched that um, horror that was quite big last year. Oh, yeah. This year. This year? Um, This year? Yeah. It was last year. I think it... Yeah. Talk to me. 2022. Oh, well, UK mm. this year. So the one with the US hand. Year, mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen it? I've seen the trailer. Good. Mm. You watched it on Halloween, right? We did, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I yeah. quite enjoyed it. Yeah. I do think I um, I thought of it when you were talking about your list. I think my one of my problems with horror films is when it has got kids in it mm. because I do just find it creepy yeah, and yeah. I, I feel bad for the actors. Yeah, exactly. And there was a few bits in this. Like, it's kind of, it is mainly teenagers, but there is a younger brother and there's like yeah. a big scene with him that yeah. we, bo- we both looked away at. That was my problem with the Babadook. Well, <laughs> I did, I was quite astute at looking to see whether he was actually involved in all the scary bits right i think there was like one where he was but usually you could tell like it it was just him looking and then all the scary bits were in another shot so just whether they yeah. protect mm. him as much as they can yeah yeah it's when they don't do that like booing monsters inc sad exactly. bit isn't it just so you know though <laughs> yeah because it's animated <laughs> <laughs> Boo wasn't it's, like, really, it's a really sad set. bit of the film sure yeah and it really upsets me it is a sad bit. Um, no, talk to me is good. They basically, they have this stone, is it stone hand? Like, I thought it was like kind of like paper mache. Yeah. But then if they hold it, they say, talk to me. And then they'll Do see it. someone across from them <laughs> who's dead. And then they'll say, let me in. And then they'll like <laughs> tilt their head back. And that Possessed. person's like in them. And they're like, t- the person's talking through using their body as a vessel. And it's like oh, these kids are doing it at parties for fun and like filming it for social media and stuff. Yeah. But it's, po- it's supposed to only last for 90 seconds. But it's just landed on Netflix and it, it was good. The ending, I was like, mm. and then by the end we were like, oh, so that's what happened, which I've not had that with a film in ages that like. It kept it, me hooked. Yeah, yeah. It has an ending that's like not ambiguous. You know how it ends, but it also makes you think a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like makes you think like, oh, so that means, ah, oh, you know. It <laughs> doesn't take you long to figure it out, but anyway. Yeah, it was good. So if you want to follow us, we now have our substack. Mm. So Woo. focusfilm.substack.blop. Blop, blop. So follow That's us on there. That. <laughs> focusfilm.substack.com. Yes. Actually quite easy to say, really. Um, but it's great. Looks lovely. Um, follow for follow. <laughs> nice. Instagram. Who wants to take Instagram? At Focus Film Blog. Yeah. Follow for follow. And it's also on 
It's also TikTok is that focus film blog too. Follow for follow. <laughs> so f- follow for follow. Follow for follow. Don't really know what that means. If they follow you, follow them back. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll follow you. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, we'll find where you live. <laughs> yeah, just tell us. Um, so yeah, make sure you sign up to all those. The next uh, podcast is going to be the film club, right? Yeah, which is Killers, Killers of the Flower, Flower Moon. Moon. And um, taxi driver. driver. So make sure you tune in for that. That was nice. That was cute. It cringed me out so much, but it's also so exciting. You looked excited. It's just um, like the parent trap. <laughs> and also there'll be a bonus episode towards the end of the month, which will be talking about three hour movies, which we're going to record right now. So what's our challenge? Oh Yeah. I've been thinking about it. Right, I would legit would have stopped recording then. Your challenge for this month before we record again is to find a film that is as like as wintry as you can without it being a Christmas film. So it has to make you feel like like it's cold outside, it's warm inside, getting cozy, wintry, something you've never seen, and watch it that has that feeling, but it isn't a Christmas film. Easy. Do you understand your assignment? What if there's like any reference element of you know you know like in um good point. Oh my god, what there be any sort of Christmassiness in it, it at all? You know, like in You've Got Mail, for example, that's not a Christmas film. So, but there is an element of like there's a bit where it's all like jingle bells. Snow's in the fine, background. right? Snow's fine. Yeah, but, I want snow. I want winter. I want cold. So the challenge there is though, you can't really have snow without Christmas in films. False. It's that's rare. the challenge, really. But do you know snow. what I mean by that though? Like You've Got Mail isn't, uh, or those kind of films, it was in Seattle. It's not a Christmas film, but it Christmas is like. But you want wintry, so you could bit. have, an, you could I have. Would, I would prefer. But obviously I'm not going to do that one because I've seen it. I would prefer there not be like Christmas in it. Okay. Something basic. So I can't have the holiday. Yeah. Like something. Uh, so I can't have the holiday. You can't have the holiday. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I would Christmas prefer there not be Christmas met, like okay. as a part of the plot. So just wintry. Something Nordic. Sure. Would be good. Yeah. Liam Neeson, the grey. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. But have you already seen it? No. Does it feel wintry? Mm. Does it feel wintry? That's the question. I thought so, it still has to be like cosy. Oh yeah, it'd be cosy. Yeah, yeah then like cozy I'm film. drawing back but to like, this Nordic. For example, this isn't a cosy film, but Pieces of a Woman was set in January. So it's very cold. There's yeah. snow everywhere. It's like cold weather, but it's not Christmassy. Okay. So it's something that could be trickier of, than we think. Woman is not cosy film. But yeah, I think it's a trickier challenge than... Yeah, you're gonna have to do some eye. research and then pick one. The Revenant. If it makes you feel <laughs> <laughs> you know. Can you send us a message with the full details? Yeah, okay. So yeah. I can remember. T's and C's, please. Well thanks everyone. No, been an absolute thank you. pleasure. Yeah, it's been great. This, you've been listening to myself, Ellis. Myself, Gary. Put <laughs> <laughs> some energy into it for Christ's sake. I'm Ellis. This is Gareth. Hello. This, no, goodbye. This is Becky. Bye. This is Ollie. See you later. And this is Kerry. I love trolls. Me. See you, see you, Kerry. See you, Kerry. <laughs> You've been great. If you want to follow us, we now have our substack. Mm. So Woo. focusfilm.substack.com. Blop, blop. So follow us on there. Focusfilm.substack.com. Yes. Instagram. At Focusfilm Blog. TikTok is at Focusfilm Blog too.